It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, August 20th. I'm Donald Ware. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. And uh, we're going to continue in the SIAC, but before we do, 13 years ago today, Box to Row came on the air and uh, put together a podcast on our website at BoxToRow.com. Maybe you've seen it as you've downloaded this particular podcast, or if you're online after you listen to this podcast, you can go to the uh, podcast that talks about the history of From the Press Box to Press Row, again, celebrating 13 years on the air on today. We're so grateful to be able to have endured for 13 years and to be able to continue. So today we're looking at the Clark Atlanta Panthers, who were four and six on last year. And um, uh, listen, they're in a very tough division in terms of the SIAC. I mean, both divisions are tough when you really think about it. The West is tough with the likes of Tuskegee and then Miles. uh, More specifically, the East is tough with the likes of Albany State, Fort Valley State, and Benedict is making the rise as well. And Clark Atlanta and then Morehouse, you know, Morehouse had 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 been, you know, when you go back some seven, eight years ago, had been a contender. Um, this was before the whole restructuring of divisions East and West before the SIAC championship game. I mean, Morehouse was a pretty solid football program and they're looking to return to that. So, you know, not hard to see why Clark Atlanta was picked to finish Fifth, Kevin Ramsey, the head coach of Clark, again, has that defensive mentality, was the former head coach at Texas Southern. And when he was the defensive coordinator at Texas Southern also, I mean, Texas Southern was really right from a defensive perspective. Let's take a look at the offense because the offense has some concerns for the Panthers. One of the bright spots for the offense is the fact that Willie Totten is now the offensive coordinator. Yes, that Willie Totten. The Willie Totten who used to throw the football to Jerry Rice back in those great Mississippi Valley State days of the Satellite Express. That Jerry Totten, or uh, Willie Totten, who is a college football Hall of Famer. That Willie Totten, who was the former head football coach at Mississippi Valley State. So I think that's definitely going to be a plus to this offense. One of the minuses with respect to the offense is that the offense is no longer going to have the services of Jonathan McCrary, the quarterback, the last couple of years. I mean, you know, he had he 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 was sort of up and down, quite frankly, last year. But within that up and downness, if you will, I mean, he he had some pretty good games. As a matter of fact, completed 52% of his passes last year, 2,445 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. So they're going to have to try to uh, replace that. Yes, that is a high number of interceptions, but you can't. And and you'd like for the completion percentage to be up, but you can't deny the 18 touchdowns and the almost 2,500 yards passing. So they're going to have to look to a couple of quarterbacks, Charles Stafford, and P.J. Sanford, they're going to have to look to these guys to um, to try and um, fill the void that McCrary, in fact, leaves. The, neither one of these guys took a snap for Clark Atlanta on last year. As a matter of fact, all of the snaps uh, were, in fact, taken by McCrary, McCrary uh, the quarterback last year for Clark Atlanta. One of the good things for Clark, however, from a receiving perspective, Jonathan Sanders, second team All SIAC preseason guy 
40 receptions, 441 yards, four touchdowns. They're going to need more from him as they lose DeAndre Jackson, who had 44 receptions, 634 yards, and five touchdowns last year, averaged 14.4 yards per reception. So definitely Sanders is going to have to be able to step it up a little bit this year. Returning um, in in, in terms of running backs, Roger Thomas returns. He was the leading rusher last year for Clark Atlanta, rushed for uh, 359 yards, four touchdowns, averaged uh, 4.9 yards per carry. The, the the Clark didn't do they, they didn't run the football a whole lot last year only averaged about 104 yards rushing per game they definitely passed the football I mean they passed the football um uh I mean they ran it more than they passed it which is you know I mean you're, you're typically typically gonna do but it wasn't like a two to one ratio where you see a lot of times it was a hundred and nine it was uh, actually um, excuse me excuse me they 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 had one hundred ninety six completions so they passed the ball like I said uh, like I was trying to get at actually they passed the ball actually a hundred more times than they ran the football and with Willie Totten coming in I mean I I gotta figure that that ratio probably is gonna be the same he's a he's a coordinator that likes to pass the football but if he has a you know a solid running back and I think Roger Thomas is a solid running back. He didn't get a whole lot of touches, as I mentioned. They didn't run the football a whole lot. He only carried the ball uh, a little bit more than seven times per game, but he was productive, averaging close to five yards per carry. So hopefully that they can have a little bit more of a balance, even if it is more pass to run. You know, you know I think you got to get Thomas the football a little bit more, and we'll see if they, in fact, do that. Last year, the Panthers defensively gave up about 300, close to 350 yards uh, of total offense per game. They gave up about 28 points per game. Both of those they definitely need to get down, especially last year that they were averaging a little more than 24 points per game offensively. A couple of uh, returners on defense, some key returners, and Kenneth Morgan, who had 50 tackles um, last year for Clark Atlanta. Uh, uh, Quintavious Singletary had uh, 44 tackles, also had four interceptions. This is a young man, uh, a defensive back, that they're going to be looking to step up a little bit more. And then on that line, D'Angelo Penn, 23 tackles. Also on that line, Briante Glover had four sacks for Clark Atlanta. You know, it's... You know, I know, I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a tough season. I just think it's going to be another tough season for Clark, especially in that division. I mean, you know, I think that Benedict is going to win that division. And if you look at the wins last year, I mean, they weren't great wins. They defeated Mississippi College to open the season. They beat Central State. Um, that was one of their wins next game of the season. They actually started the season um, 2-0 and before they p- played Tuskegee. I guess, you know, I didn't see the game, but 30-16, to but, but Tuskegee wasn't hitting on all cylinders um, at that time. Then they, they faced off against Lane, beat Lane 31-7. to And then towards the latter part of the season, the eighth game of the season, um, I mean, hey, you know, they got a big win. I, I give it to them, a big win uh, against Albany State, 44-36. to But, you know, I, I mean, there's just going to have to be more there uh, from Clark overall Clark Atlanta and and again playing in that kind of conference I think is going to be awfully tough 
for, uh, uh, excuse me, the division. More specifically, it's going to be tough for Clark Atlanta. But, you know, obviously they're going to come and play the game. And one of the things that Kevin Ramsey mentioned at the SIAC media day is that the team was going to be exciting. He didn't say it was going to be a good football team, but he said it's going to be a team that Panther fans are going to want to watch. So that means some excitement. I think a lot of times, even if you don't have the talent level there, I think if you try to do some things that are exciting, that are going to put fans in the seat, then, you know, I think that uh, I think that certainly could help. Um, they opened the season again against Mississippi College. They got to return that game. First two games on the road, then they face Central State. So sort of this, uh, the first three games, at least, very much like last year. Mississippi College, Central State, Tuskegee, they re- you flip-flop them. Uh, so Mississippi College, Central State on the road, and then Tuskegee at home. The, the two out-of-conference games um, or non-SIAC opponents, I should say more specifically, Kennesaw State this year, boy, that's a that's a FCS program that had a really good season last year, plays in that Big South Conference, and then Allen, who is restarting football once again this year, that game against Allen, going to be at home. So, you know, I, I, I hope that at least Clark is going to be able to work towards um, getting better. Um, but again, I mean, I'm not going to count the Panthers out, but I just think that with the division, that they're in, and then the SIAC as a whole is it's, it's going to be a, a you know could be another tough season for Clark Atlanta, but certainly not going to count the Panthers out. So that's going to wrap it up for our look at Clark Atlanta on today. We're going to stick in the SIAC, and on tomorrow, going to take a look at the aforementioned Morehouse Maroon Tigers again. Box to Row celebrating 13 years on the air today. You want to hear about the history of Box to Row? Keep on our website at BoxToRow.com. If you're on the website, if you've downloaded this podcast, then go back to BoxToRow.com and click on the podcast, uh, the one that's titled Box to Row Celebrates 13 Years on the Air, so you can get a feel for how we've been able to do things over these 13 years. Have a great day. Let's get to him, baby girl. You're gonna hey. be the shadow star. That's right. That's right.